Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore. You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all, watch. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. In happy Advent season, and happy belated Thanksgiving to you all. So today we celebrate the first Sunday of Advent, and and again, like everything in the last year, we do that in this particular context that that we've all been living in since about last March. And so there's an opportunity for us to reflect in a particular way on this Advent season and, and what the Advent season calls us to, what the Advent season represents which is a time of watchful waiting and a time of preparing the way for the Lord to come into our lives again or to come into our lives in a new way. Hopefully to come into our lives as if for the first time. And so the Advent season is always focused on three comings of Jesus. The coming of Jesus as he will come at the end of time, at the end of all things. And so in preparation, we've been reading from the book of Revelation. And at the end of the Advent season, we celebrate his coming for the first time. When he came into the world in a really unexpected way. when the Son of God was born of the Virgin Mary as a child in poverty, in vulnerability, in order to save us from our sins. And and that was the most unexpected way for God to enter into the world. And the third way that we prepare for the coming of Christ is for his coming into our own hearts and coming into our own lives in a particular way. And that's something that we're meant to be vigilant about always, to always be looking for the way that he wants to show up in our lives. And, And is there a particular way that he's going to show up in our lives during this year where we all are experiencing a certain kind of poverty? 
know, all of us is experiencing a certain kind of poverty even because we just can't do the things that we want to do. <clears throat> and yet our Lord still wants to surprise us with his presence and surprise us with his love. You know, a great gift that, that I received this last week and uh, in my Thanksgiving homily, I, I really preached on how I'm thankful for COVID. Or at least I found a way to be thankful for COVID. He's my oldest friend from military academy days, the first like, Catholic friend that I met at West Point on a retreat during my plebe year. He has like seven kids, lives in Virginia, and just wanted to get out of Dodge. And so he drove his family to Wichita to another West Point classmate's house, who I've been friends with for 29 years. <laughs> and that never would have happened if we weren't in this lockdown. And then my own family was going to come to my brother's in Des Moines and because of the coronavirus, they, they changed their plans and didn't come for Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day. And so I was free to go down and meet with my classmates and have Thanksgiving with their families. And it was just a really, really good couple of days. And it was a way that our Lord, it was a way in which our Lord just sort of surprised me with his love. And there's a lot of room to be grateful for that. There's a lot of room for gratitude in that. And we can have faith that there is a particular way that our Lord wants to manifest himself to us during this Advent season as we prepare for our Lord's coming. And our Lord tells us in the gospel to be watchful, be alert, to stay vigilant. And so one of the questions we might ask ourselves is, what are the obstacles to seeing him? What obstacles are there in my heart that get in the way of me recognizing that, yes, our Lord still has something good for me? And the most obvious one is our personal sin. You know, if we're caught up in any kind of personal sin or habitual sin, it's always going to be an obstacle to encountering our Lord. And whether that is a sin like gluttony or anger or sloth or lust, these are all things that are obstacles to recognizing what our Lord wants to do in our lives right now. And staying vigilant means looking at our lives and saying, okay, this is the obstacle that needs to be knocked down. And so I'm going to stay watchful just at the first moment that that obstacle can enter into my life. At the first moment, at the moment of consent, at the moment of just getting the idea in my head. Because otherwise, if I give consent to just the idea of that, then I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. So when somebody's struggling with a sin like lust, 
at the first moment in which they start to have a lustful thought or they start to think about something from the past their their sins of the past like Jesus I'm just going to give that to you and I need you to reveal yourself to me right now and we don't mess around with giving consent to to the first moment that that enters in and it might be something really simple like gluttony and I don't think I really have gluttony, but I have a bad fast food habit. And, uh, and I've been really working on my diet lately. And, uh, and then yesterday I was in Lincoln in the office and I had about 20 minutes to get something, some kind of food in my system. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, I can go to Burger King. I haven't been to Burger King in a long time. But I know myself well enough to know that like one Burger King lunch might equal like Burger King every day for the next three months. And then I'm going to feel all gross afterwards. And that's happened a lots of times where like that first moment of consent can take me back into like a really bad habit. So I ate Burger King anyways, but I just sort of asked our Lord to help me not to let that become... A habitual thing. And so it's keeping vigil in like the first moment that those things enter in. Another obstacle to receiving our Lord's love is and encountering him is resentments that we might be holding. Because resentments are like, uh, they're really self-focused. And when we've been wronged by somebody... And we stay attached to that wrong. We're constantly on the defensive. We make judgment, rash judgments about other people. Like we, we start to think everybody's going to wrong us. And we stop, we stop trusting people. And we stop looking for something new. And when that starts to flare up, and sometimes when we struggle with resentments, they're just like conversations that go on in our heads, and and they just sort of pop into our head, and all the things that I would say if only I was brave enough. And and at the first moment, staying vigilant means at the first moment that that pops into our head, Lord, help me to have the grace to forgive that person and be open to the new relationships that you want for my life. You know, another really common obstacle to encountering our Lord that we have to be vigilant about is fantasy. And, and fantasy can, can really be fantasy about anything and mostly fantasy about having a life other than our own. You know, having a life other than our own. Fantasy can manifest like, I might fantasize, like what if I would have become an army chaplain and I would be like, you know, a colonel right now and my life would be so much better because I wouldn't be in Nebraska in the winter. Or fantasy that says, like, what if I would have married somebody different? Or the simple fantasy that says, what if I was on a beach right now and I didn't have four kids, like, nagging me about their snacks?
And all of that gets in the way because it's really saying, I know better than God what my life is supposed to look like. It might even be fantasy about, like, why do I have to wear a mask everywhere? And it gets in the way of asking our Lord to be with us right now and right here and to transform our life right now as it is. To do something new with us. And of course, the purpose of this being watchful is just to open our hearts to gratitude and, and really being thankful to our Lord for the ways that he enters into our life and the people that he puts in our life and to remember that he is the center of everything. And no matter what goes on in the world, we're going to be okay because we have Jesus as our constant. No matter what difficulties we have or or conflicts that we have, Jesus is our constant. And we can even have joy in the midst of suffering because Jesus is our constant. And that's what makes us different as Christians from the rest of the world, that we have Jesus as our constant and we don't rely on worldly things for our happiness. Because our happiness only comes from him. And so in the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, it starts off saying, You, Lord, are our Father. And it's an affirmation that comes from a place of suffering. It comes from a place of being isolated. It comes from a place of being cut off from the places that are familiar. You, Lord, are our Father. And the prophet writes this in the book of sacred scripture and, and it's read, it's been read for centuries in places of worship because we need to remember that when things are difficult and things aren't the way that we think they should be. We need to remember that you, Lord, are our Father. Everything's going to be okay because I know that you're present. And I know that you know better than I what my life should look like right now. And the only thing we're called to do is to knock down those obstacles so that we constantly live in the Father's gaze. Now, it's like the greatest gift for me in these recent weeks is celebrating Mass here, where the mural behind the high altar is this image of the Father looking down. And it just reminds me every single time I offer Mass that, that I'm in the Father's gaze and I need to stay in the Father's gaze. And things in my own life are going to be okay because I know that He's looking down at me. And it reminds me that there's something for me in this moment. And it can be a reminder to all of us that that we remain in the Father's gaze. 
And so today, let us pray that during this Advent season, in a particular way, that that we truly enter into this time of preparation, that, that we take the time to inventory our lives and, and to really be vigilant about those things that are the biggest obstacles to relationship with our Lord. That as we keep watch, our Lord will continue to surprise us with his love in the ways that he enters into our lives and into our hearts. And that we might be witnesses of joy in a world that's in such need of that joy. And that we will be well prepared for our Lord's ultimate coming at the end of time.